Good evening, Milwaukee. It is another Tuesday night, so you know you're tuned into WMSC's A Local Live every Tuesday at 6. Our guest tonight is Gas Station Sushi, and uh, I am Aaron Wolf. I'm joined here by Cal Roach. Hi, Cal. Welcome back. Thank you. I flew all the way from Philadelphia. <laughs> Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Oh, good one. Thanks. <laughs> So well, we had fun last week. It was uh, we, we missed you, but uh, it was a it was a good show. I thought. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the video. Yeah, WMSC is posting all these videos on our YouTube channel of local live performances. So yeah, I can't wait to look back at that. It it should be a good one. Tonight's going to be a good one too. Mm-hmm. I know it. Gas station sushi. Uh, we've got Maya on drums, Katarina on guitar, Olivia on bass, and Niana on vocals. And uh, they just had their debut EP, Uglier in Person, come out in March. And uh, they've got some shows coming up. Uh, Thursday, May 31st at Bremen Cafe with Incursive, Meat Jelly, and Baseless. And, of course, they're playing as part of Riverwest FemFest coming up on uh, Sunday, June 3rd early afternoon at Company Brewing. So it's always cool to see uh, Girls Rock alumni carrying on past that initial phase. And, uh, you know, we've had some people in here before and talked to a lot of the organizers of Girls Rock. You've been a part of Girls Rock. So very cool to see some alumni here with uh, their own band. And I remember the first time I saw them, all it took was hearing the song uh, Texas Isn't Real. And I was like, okay, these, these ladies are going someplace. Yeah, forced to be reckoned with. Uh, absolutely, yeah, and I, I, it's awesome seeing that the, the the kids behind Girls Rock Camp that they're stretching their legs outside of camp. Um, you know, you've got Negative Positive and um, Gas Station Sushi among others. Uh, it proves that the camp's really serving its purpose in getting young people comfortable in instruments, but also being active in bands. And I definitely got uh, a nice chance to work with some of these campers. And it's amazing seeing them do their thing. Also, just playing shows side by side with really popular local bands. It's just really inspiring. So I'm hoping also that the influx of young local bands uh, will continue to have a positive impact on more all-ages shows and opportunities in Milwaukee. Definitely. Yeah, so let's get these ladies rolling, but first let's thank those who make Local Live on WMSC possible each and every week, and then we'll hear from Gas Station Sushi. Don't go anywhere. WMSC's Local Live is supported by Club Garibaldi. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Open seven days a week, Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings, and more. And features live music weekly. For more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com. And thanks to Club Garibaldi. And now for that song... Cal was talking about Texas isn't real. Uh, we're going to uh, let Gas Station Sushi take it over. So live from the Bob and Jeannie Freeman Live Performance Studio, we bring you Gas Station Sushi.
They say the world is large that I won't find you again But I find you when you've blocked me on everything
This is Abby Jean, and you're listening to 91.7 FM, WMSE in Milwaukee. It's the Frontier Radio Friday Night Freak Show, baby. It's 1980. Welcome to Rock and Roll High School. Rock and Roll High School. On Friday, May 25th at the Time Cinema, WMSC's Friday Night Freak Show presents Rock and Roll High School. The unruly students of Vince Lombardi High are a principal's worst nightmare. All they want to do is rock. Rock, 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 rock and roll downer Miss Togar and a group of parents plan to burn a pile of records, the student body strikes first with the help of the Ramones. The epitome of a campy cult classic. It made movie <clears throat> stars out of the Ramones, features fan favorite Clint Howard, and a staple of 1970s horror and comedy romps, PJ Souls. I'm Riff Randall, rock and roller. Hey, it's Riff Randall, I'm number one fan. Oh wow, you remembered my name. This is, of course, a must-see for any Ramones fan, but if you simply want to see how Hollywood attempted to connect a youthful pop culture leap from the 1970s to the 80s, this movie is for you. Yeah, well, this rock and roll high school. The soundtrack not only satisfies any Ramones fan, but features Nick Lowe, Brian Eno, Devo, Eddie and the Hot Rods, Chuck Berry, Todd Rundgren, and Alice Cooper. Rock, 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 rock and roll high school, Friday, May 25th, at the Time Cinema. DJ John Blick will spin at 8 p.m. The movie starts at 9. Hey, pizza! Yeah, I want some. Oh, thanks! How many times do I have to tell you? No pizza for you, Joey! You're tuned into WMSE for Local Live and our guest tonight, Gas Station Sushi. They're in the house. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. <laughs> Welcome. I know like half of you have been here before with your other band, Slima Bean. Yeah. And so you guys are pros at the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's really awesome. Regulars around here. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, congrats on your new record, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Um, we want to start off with just telling us a little bit about your uh, your girls' rock experience, if you can remember that far back, <laughs> back in 2012, right? Um, if you have some memories that stuck with you from the, those days, you want to share? The first like uh, three days, I would say. We did not know each other. Well, Katerina and I knew each other. I'm Olivia. And um, <laughs> it was like really weird because none of us knew each other except Katerina and I. So we kind of just sat in the room in silence <laughs> for like three days and we didn't actually start writing our song for a while because all of us were like so quiet. Yeah. It was really weird. I fully have this like very vivid memory of me like I had like lyrics written down and then Olivia was like keeping track of the lyrics and writing a lot of them and then I like wrote down a couple lyrics and I just like slid a piece of paper <laughs> over to her and I didn't like like I didn't say anything I just like slid the paper over and she was like okay <laughs> I definitely don't remember this at all but I believe it Um, were any of you uh, musically inclined prior to the camp, or was this kind of your first foray into playing? Um, I don't know. I have kind of done music stuff like my whole life, but not really like real music things because my dad's a musician. So I just kind of like sang a lot and like wrote songs in quotes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Olivia and Katarina kind of knew how to play, right? Um. Well, I did. I, my mom put me in piano lessons when I was like 
four or five or something like that because I could get them through my school so they'd just take me out of class um, and then just make me play piano for an hour. Um, <laughs> so I knew how to play piano and then I always had wanted to play guitar for like my whole life and then I got a guitar and this was like, I think it was before Girls Rock started, but then I, I started doing guitar lessons and then Katarina was like, okay, we're going to do girls rock and I'm going to play guitar. And I was like, well, if we're in the same band, I can't play guitar. So I chose bass. And then I did a few bass lessons with my guitar teacher because he knows how to play the bass too. And I liked it better. So, uh, Yeah, um, me and Olivia both had the same piano teacher, oh, yeah. actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was like 10 or something because... I wanted to play the Beatles because I thought I'd be a cool kid then. <laughs> and Maya, you kind of knew how to play the drums, right? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. She was already good at the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I had I had played in my school's concert band, and I kind of got selected to be the the jazz band drummer. So I learned how to do drum set through that. And that's about all I have. Cool. It seems like you guys are pros already. Thank you. <laughs> long, long time musician. So what was your first non-girls rock show, you know, outside of the camp showcase? And like, oh, how did you prepare for that first show? Oh, I know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you want to say it? The green? No. Uh, what was it? Not Rock the Green. <laughs> Chill on the Hill. Chill on the, rock <laughs> the Green. I don't know. They sound the same. <laughs> it was Chill on the Hill. Um actually it was kind of through girls rock so i mean mean, yeah they were they wanted to like promo some girls rock or like promo the camp um and so they asked us um since we were one of the oldest bands if we wanted to um play so we all got together and learned like two covers and then we played this the original song we wrote and that was terrifying because it was like kind of like the first thing we ever played and it was chill on the hill too so there were like a fair amount of people there There was a lot of people and it was really hot and yeah <laughs> and it was really sunny too yeah we did not play it, great. it wasn't that good <laughs> i just remember um like after after we got out of girls rock um like we always said like oh we're gonna we're gonna stay together as a band it's gonna be so cool but you know every band says that yeah um, it, it like never happens oh. <laughs> yeah so i weeks went by and like i didn't hear anything from any of the other members or their parents or anything so i figured oh this is just another one of those bands there's nothing nothing is gonna come of this and then like a month after girls rock ended maybe it wasn't a month i have no perception of time but <laughs> a while after girls rock i just get a text from uh, Katarina's mom saying, like, hey, uh, all the girls have this gig at Chill on the Hill. Like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think we, like, did, I don't know if we came first, but, like, we came first or we came after, like, some really good band yeah. that was, like, I yeah. don't remember what it was. But <laughs> then we had to, like, either open for that or close for that, and we weren't that great. So <laughs> it was scary. Yeah. <laughs> Man, pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but you made it through. So yeah. so now you're you're on to bigger and better, less sunny and hot shows. Yes. Well <laughs> medium bad. Medium. <laughs> <laughs> so was it uh was gas station sushi, was that like the band name in Girls Rock too? And you Yeah. Or did you have Actually, okay Katarina and I were in this like kind of band before and 
one of the, like the suggestions for a name was gas station sushi but then we looked it up on like facebook or something like that and there was already a gas station sushi and then we were like well we can't use that then so we didn't <laughs> but then we were in girls rock and we were like oh it's only for a week so we'll use gas station sushi and here we are. <laughs> so now it's a competition. No. Yeah, no. There's like a, the gas station sushi. They're like based in Texas or something like that. And they've like Facebook messaged us before. They were like, hey, can we do a, like a show together? <laughs> it's really funny, actually. That's awesome. There's, there's also a racehorse named gas station sushi that Is I saw. There? Yeah, because, oh, yeah, I, there was, the, according to the Googles anyway. Google. <laughs> so, so can you kind of uh, connect the dots between Girls Rock and then uh, putting out your first EP? Like, what happened in that span? Oh my, there's a lot of dots to connect. Yeah, there are. Um, so, let's see. Um, one of the first gigs we played after like Chill on the Hill and Girls Rock was um, River West Femme Fest. That was like I don't know. That was like probably six months later, and then. Um, and then we just kept playing for like a year and then FemFest again rolls around. We play that show and it's one of the first shows that we played like with a lot of originals, which was really cool. And then um, I guess FemFest put our names in a raffle to win like different like art and music related stuff. And we didn't know about it like yeah. at all. And this is like Milwaukee contributors all donating like their time yeah. as the prizes. Yeah. So um I, then we won um, time to uh, record songs. I think it was supposed to be four songs, and then um, and then we got we won like mastering on it too, which was really cool. Um, and it happened that the person who volunteered to record was uh, Amy Up the Grove, who had been involved in um, <laughs> who had been involved in Girls Rock already. So it was cool that we like knew her and stuff. And then we were talking to her and she was like, oh, yeah, you can do like a fifth song if you want, which was really cool. Um, so we did that. <laughs> and then we probably a couple months later, we went to uh, UW-Whitewater to record um, in their studio. And I guess they have a really nice studio because they focus a lot on, on sound and stuff. Um, and... Uh, what happened yeah. next? Yeah, I don't know. We recorded, and then... We went back and recorded again. Yeah. We had to re-record re some of the vocals, and we had to work on some of the... It was really weird, because we were, like, that was, I feel like that was, like, a lot of our improvement era. Oh, so yeah. So we recorded, and then we listened to it, like, two months later, and we were like, this wow. And we had to go back. <laughs> we had to go back and, like, re-record some of the vocals, because you had, like, improved a lot, and yeah. we all had... So. Yeah, and we had to fix some of the sound and stuff, yeah. and um, yeah. But then, so we did that, and then we, what did we do? Oh, then we just kind of like waited for a while. We, uh, sh Amy was finishing whatever she was doing with it, and then we sent it to get mastered, and then that took a, a little while, and then we finally got everything around um, November. Of Something last like year, that. November two thousand seventeen, and then um, we started like burning discs and like getting all of like our merch and stuff together, and um, and then we finally set a date for March 9th. So then we had our, our release party on March 9th, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, and an coffee roasting company, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Cool, cool. cool. Okay. 
That's a lot of dot connecting you just did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> a lot. Because Good it's job. like a lot of the people who work in Milwaukee and mm-hmm. do art are like involved in the Girls Rock thing. Like yeah. in in like even even small forms. Like Amy, I don't know if she did like a lot of the in camp stuff, but I know she did like a lot of the recording and Yeah, she did recording so for like, Girls Rock, so Yeah. So like a lot of the people who are who are um, prominent in the Milwaukee art scene do stuff with Girls Rock so it just kind of all meshes together mm-hmm. yeah okay so one more question before we get you back out there <laughs> uh, we wanted to know why is it important for Milwaukee to have an event like FemFest and what purpose does it serve that other festivals don't like in your opinion oh um I mean I like that I mean I think it's important to like support like female and feminine people and um especially when in music I don't think that happens a lot which is why I think Girls Rock and FemFest are both important um yeah I don't know it's it's cool to give people a voice and um yeah I don't know I also find that it's like I've found a lot of people through through FemFest and yeah like I follow a lot of people on Instagram that I know because of <laughs> FemFest yeah. and it's also just like a good connection between like artists especially oh yeah like female artists and like we would never have been able to do what we've done so far if we didn't like perform at FemFest a couple times so it really like connects people together I'd say yeah all yeah. right good good answer <laughs> uh, constructive you know all this stuff you know yeah. going from girls rock milwaukee to fun fest yeah it makes a natural thing mm-hmm. okay well let's get you back out there you've got three more songs for us yeah. um all right so yeah we were going to start out with herbert's new york <laughs> yes <laughs> we'll be right back with more music from gas station sushi do not go anywhere On Saturday, June 2nd at the Cooperage, WMSC presents Bike Fed Fest. This event, created by the Wisconsin Bike Federation, kicks off Wisconsin Bike Week and will feature live performances by Hello Face, Cue the Sun, and Fox Face. The fun kicks off at 3 and kids are welcome. For more information, please go to wmsc.org slash calendar. listening to 91.7 WMSC. This is Joe Wong, host of The Trap Set, a show about the lives of drummers. Drummers are usually the least interviewed members of the band, but they often have the most interesting things to say. From world-famous superstars to unheralded geniuses, The Trap Set features the life stories of the artists that laid the foundation for some of the greatest music ever created. Listen every Tuesday at noon, right here on 91.7 WMSE. And that is right. The Trap Set every Tuesday on WMSE at noon. And uh, you are tuned into WMSC for Local Live. Our guest tonight is Gas Station Sushi. We just chatted with them. They did their first set, and we're going to jump into three more songs. Live from the Bob and Jeannie Live Performance Studios, we bring you Gas Station Sushi. Pores. 
to hurt
June 2nd at 1 p.m., WMSE presents the inaugural Fat Fest, taking place at Hothead Chicken and Crafty Cow in Bayview. Fat Fest is a celebration of food, art, and tunes, and the official Milwaukee Eau Claire pre-party. Bands performing include Koi, Whiskey and the Devil, Thompson Strings, Vincent Van Grey, Chicken Wire Empire, and a special Afterfest performance by Classic. For more information, please go to wmsc.org slash calendar. Hi, we're the <laughs> Hi, we're the Fatty Asses, and you're listening to 91.7 FM WMSC in Milwaukee. Cheers. Hey, want to know what your favorite DJ just played? WMSE playlists are available at WMSE.org. Just visit WMSE.org, hover over the schedule, and click playlists to see the song, artist, and album played by WMSE DJs. WMSE. Love music. It's a little bit funny This feeling inside Alright, we're back for This Is Your Song segment where we talk about music that influences our guests. 
uh, guest tonight is Gas Station Sushi. And ladies, do you want to tell our audience who you picked <laughs> for uh, This Is Your Song? Uh, we chose the Flaming Lips um, with She Don't Use Jelly. Yes. Um, I don't know. This I feel like most of us have been listening to the Flaming Lips just forever, just because. Um, I don't know. This song was, like, one of the first songs that I heard Katarina and Olivia singing in band practice. Like, we were all really <laughs> awkward, but then that was, like, the start of us, like, actually, like, talking to each other, and they were just like, Shh. <laughs> Okay, but, like, the first time I heard the song, I think we were, Katarina's mom was driving me somewhere, and then, like, they started playing this song, and it was, like, one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Not really anymore, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I um, love it a lot. And sometimes we just, like, start singing it. Yeah. And me and Katarina both have gone to a Flaming Lips concert together. And I yeah. think Katarina's been to many. I have been to multiple Flaming Lips concerts. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I went to my first one on my 15th birthday. <laughs> and it was really interesting because I saw people smoking weed there and I was really scared by it because I was 15. <laughs> And then and then they had and they were like you know it's a flaming lips concert things happen. <laughs> <laughs> so did you see the giant bubble? Yes. Oh my yes, god! I yeah. Okay. It like deflated and everyone was like crying. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad was on stage during that show and he got to like like push him onto this the audience or something or he was like touching big bubbles and dad. stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's kind of a crazy coincidence that you guys choose the Flaming Lips. Um, when we had to pick a song for this, I kind of told them like, "You guys just pick a song. I don't, I don't listen to much real music." But the <laughs> Flaming Lips is actually one of one of the few one of the few bands I actually do listen to in life. Okay, but I also feel like whenever we start singing this song, you're like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> like I feel like that happened recently. But we were just like, "She don't use jelly," and you were like. What? <laughs> I, I don't know this song, but I do know the Flaming Lips. Yeah. Okay, so it works out. But like, I feel like we like to confuse Maya by it. <laughs> just like start singing it. She's like, "What are you talking about?" You just like Vaseline. to confuse me in general. Vaseline. Oh yeah, that's true though. <laughs> so it's a common thread: confusion. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Confusion cool. on Maya's front. All right. <laughs> well, let's listen to this song. Uh, Flaming Lips. You don't use jelly. Going back to like. I don't know, 1998? Probably. Way, way back when. <laughs> All right, we're going to spin it right now. This is your song on WMSE with the Flaming Lips.
edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by Club Garibaldi. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Open seven days a week, Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings, and more. And features live music weekly. For more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com. And thanks as always to Club G's for supporting WMSC's Local Live here with Gas Station Sushi, just some final notes. Ladies, do you want to tell us um, your upcoming shows and where people can find you on the web? Um, so you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Gas Station Sushi MKE. Um, yeah, um, we have upcoming shows at FemFest actually on June 3rd. Um, we are playing... I feel like we're playing on the 28th, but that's just a date in my mind. Yeah, we're not playing. Oh, yeah, we're playing Pride at Pride Fest. Fest. That's the one. Um, cool. Yeah, so we're playing at Pride Fest at, on the 8th at uh, oh. 4 yeah. for the women's spot stage. And uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and you can also buy our EP online. And if you come to a show, you can buy it too. But you can bu- find it online at, um, is it Gas Station Sushi MKE? Bandcamp.com. I think so. You can find us on Bandcamp. Yeah, it's Bandcamp. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, 
Thank you, Gas Station Sushi. Thank you. I'm sure we'll see you again around the neighborhood. Uh, I want to let you know you're listening to WMSC 91.7 FM. We're Frontier Radio, a live and listener-supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. It's three minutes after 7 o'clock. And let's see, real quick, I'm going to tell you what's going on in the weather. It's cooled off to 58 degrees. Some fog tomorrow morning, mostly after 5 a.m. Otherwise, partly cloudy with a low of 51. And uh, Cal... Our well, final words. <laughs> indeed, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by me and Aaron and engineered by Billy Cicerelli. Video by Moleskin Productions. Hospitality for local live artists provided by Cedar Teeth Pizza, who can be found online at cedarteeth.com. Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com. And by Sprecher Brewing Company. More information at sprecherbrewery.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmsc.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Schlee Berry. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Another FemFest performer. Indeed. All right, let's get him in there. (laughs) All right, stay tuned because Midnight Radio is up next.